Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. His death was 100% unnecessary. He should still be here today. A memorial service today for the tow truck driver struck and killed last week on 255 in Monroe County, Illinois. How co-workers are honoring his memory. And legislators meet to discuss Missouri's child care crisis and how to solve it. The financial impact the issue is having on businesses and families. And Hanukkah begins Thursday night. How the Ledoux Schnooks begins the celebration today. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back on this Bowtie Tuesday. It's December 5th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. And I'm Blair Lede. Good morning to you all. Thank you for waking up with us. Taking a live look at our Together Credit Union roof cam this morning. And we're going to get a check of our forecast. We have meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick in this morning. She's on the Lakeside Renovation and Design weather deck, and it's cold out there, Haley. I mean, it is cold. Seeing temperatures start to drop in those mid to upper 30s, around 40 degrees. So if you're headed out, grab the jacket. You will most definitely need it. We're going to see temperatures rebound back into the 40s today, but increasing clouds this afternoon and a breezy northwest wind will actually make it feel a little bit colder than that. Temperatures all across the board, like I said, mid to upper 30s, right around 40 degrees. 42 in Hazelwood, 39 in St. Peter's, 41 in St in Chesterfield at this time, kind of a wider view of where those temperatures are more or less the same across both states here. Taking a look at that bus stop weather, you're going to need the jacket this morning and this afternoon. Bus stop weather around uh, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, about 37 degrees under some partly cloudy to mostly clear skies. Clouds rolled back in this afternoon with a high of 44. Again, factor in that northwest wind, lack of sunshine. And it's actually going to feel more like the upper 30s here with wind chill values all across the area. Heading into the rest of our work week, a warming trend on the way. We'll talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. Till then, back to you guys. Things looking pretty good out on our roadways this morning. Now, one problem area if you're over on the east side. Reports of an accident 255 north approaching Church Road. IDOT says it does have various lanes closed. Now, another area you might see some lane closures right now is going to be on 70 west. It, the left lane is closed just past Zumbel Road. Now, you're actually not going to hit travel concerns, any delays, until you hit around Cave Springs. You can see traffic picking up in both directions, but generally speaking, our roadways look nice. 270 at Riverview, same at 64 at Kings Highway. So, no accidents in the metro should you be heading over from the east side. Again, 255, we do have reports of that accident. Memorials are today and tonight for a Metro East man killed last week while doing his job as a tow truck driver. The Power of Two's Chris Rene is live in Columbia, Illinois this morning with a preview of what's expected to be a moving memorial for Wade Bivens. Chris? Such a tragic story, Blair. Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you as well. The company that Bivens worked for, Papa Towing, is having a procession as part of the memorial for him. The trucks in that procession, we understand, are going to be staging here at George Weber Chevrolet this afternoon before that procession gets underway at 6.30 this evening. 
57-year-old Wade Bivens from East Carondelet, Illinois, was well-known in his community for his generosity and his volunteer work. In addition to being a tow truck driver, Bivens also was a volunteer firefighter, served on the East Carondelet Emergency Services Disaster Agency, and he even played Santa Claus at community Christmas celebrations. Bomberito Automotive Group Sky Fox over that tragic scene last Wednesday morning when Bivens lost his life. He had responded to a call for a disabled van on the right shoulder of I-255 southbound near Route 3, not too far from our location here this morning. Authorities say Bivens was loading the vehicle onto his tow truck. As Bivens walked around his tow truck, investigators say he was struck by another driver going south on 255. Bivens was pronounced dead at that scene. The driver who hit him stopped and remained at the scene. Black Bunting was put up at one of the Prairie DuPont firehouses in East Carondelet. That was the department where Bivens volunteered. Visitation for Wade Bivens is from 3 this afternoon until 7 this morning at the Leesman Funeral Home in Dupo. After the memorial service there, we're told the procession of tow truck operators and emergency vehicles will go from the funeral home to the East Carondelet Community Center. Wade Bivens leaves behind his wife, three daughters, three grandchildren, and of course, many other friends and family. For now, live in Columbia, I'm Chris Fernier. Thank you so much, Chris. It is 6.04 right now. Well, today is also the funeral for Colonel Leonard Griggs, the former director of St. Louis Lambert International Airport. Griggs left the airport for more than 21 years. The former Air Force colonel died last month at age 92. Visitation is from 11 to noon today at the Craig Hauser Mortuary West Chapel on Olive Boulevard in Olivet. The funeral is at noon. He will be buried with full military honors at Jefferson Barracks National Cemetery. The funeral procession will pass by the airport before heading to the cemetery. And happening today, legislators and business leaders will come together in St. Peter's for an important talk about Missouri's child care crisis. Barb 2's Laura Simon is live in studio to explain the ultimate goal of this forum. Laura? Blair, this is an issue affecting businesses and families alike. Missouri loses out on an estimated $1.35 billion a year due to child care issues. Among these losses, $280 million annually in tax revenue. All this according to a report jointly released by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation as well as the Missouri Chamber. This discussion aims to shed a light on the far-reaching consequences of this crisis on employers and working families across the state. The forum will kick off with a panel discussion that promises to delve deep into the magnitude of the child care crisis and also explore potential policy solutions. Business leaders and lawmakers will be sharing their insights and experiences regarding child care issues, emphasizing their significance to the state's economic well-being. This event is being co-hosted by prominent organizations, including the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Greater St. Louis, Inc., the Maryland Heights Chamber of Commerce, and the St. Charles Regional Chamber. Panelists for this event include Representative Brenda Shields from the Missouri House of Representatives, Alex Tuttle, who's the Legislative Budget Director for Governor Mike Parson and Senator Brian Williams from the Missouri Senate. Kara Corches, the Vice President of Governmental Affairs for the Missouri Chamber, will be moderating the roundtable discussion. This child care issue forum is going to be taking place at the St. Peter's Cultural Arts Center in St. Peter's from 1030 to 1130 this morning. Of course, we'll keep you posted on what exactly comes of this meeting and its potential impact on Missouri's child care landscape. Blair.
Thank you so much, Laura. It is 6.06 right now. Well, a woman is in the hospital after she was hit by a car while crossing Chippewa near Ted Drews. Now, this is the third person to be hit by a car in that area in the last year and a half. Distracted drivers and those just not paying attention are what has the Ted Drews owners looking for ways to make the area safer. They're working with Alderman Tom Aldenberg to hopefully speed up the process. Alderman Aldenberg says the city is working with MoDOT to get the curbs raised with a mid-block protected side, uh, crosswalk. Well, the power of two. We've got a follow-up on a deadly officer-involved shooting. It's Sunday afternoon is when it happened in O'Fallon, Missouri. Investigators now say that person was 34-year-old Douglas Allen Phipps. Police say he fired shots at the City Hall clock tower there in O'Fallon before driving off. Well, police tried to stop him. That led to a pursuit, and then he eventually stopped. Investigators say at that point he pointed a shotgun at police and was killed in an exchange of gunfire. No police were injured. And a Florida man is facing felony charges of stealing multiple cars. Rodney Elijah Lewis is charged with four counts of stealing a motor vehicle. Police say he was using a tow truck to do this. He was operating it without proper licensing and taking cars he didn't have permission to take. Police say three of those cars were towed from a North County apartment complex, the fourth from a parking lot at a gas station while the owner of the car was working right there inside. A former St. Louis alderman wants out of jail, so he asked a court to reduce his federal prison sentence for taking bribes from a businessman. Jeffrey Boyd was sentenced alongside two other former aldermen in December of 2022 to three years in prison for bribery and wire fraud. Boyd served a Northside ward for 20 years. He would be eligible for release on July 1st of next year. Well, the Post-Dispatch reports a federal commission that calculates sentencing recommended a reduction. They say he could be released as early as February of next year. A judge will determine whether or not to reduce Boyd's sentence at a later date. Missouri U.S. Senator Josh Hawley continues to fight to get compensation for people exposed to nuclear radiation in the St. Louis area. That contamination came from the 242 million pounds of radioactive waste left behind in the St. Louis region. That was from uranium processing for the Manhattan Project, which developed nuclear weapons during World War II. Holly says right now he's in backroom negotiations to reauthorize the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act that expires in just a few months. He's pushing for the measure to be included in the National Defense Authorization Act. Missouri's tallest menorah is being assembled today. It's at Keener Plaza in downtown St. Louis. It's going to stand 29 feet tall and will be on display throughout the eight days of Hanukkah. The inaugural menorah lighting is at 6 in the evening, Thursday, this Thursday, the first night of Hanukkah. The lighting will be followed by free music, ice skating, food, and hot beverages. Well, Schnooks at Ladue Crossing is also celebrating Hanukkah with singing, storytelling, and other activities for kids. Children who stop by will receive a Hanukkah gelt, that's a chocolate gold coin, it's happening this evening from 6 to 7 at Schnucks on Ladue Road.